Hey, hey guys. guys, I'm Bree. I'm Rock. And this is Normalize the Podcast with Bree and Rock. Bree, can you believe on episode three? Episode three. I'm really excited. I'm loving the feedback. I'm loving the views, the shares, the reposts. Again, follow us on Instagram, Normalize with Bree and Rock. Yeah, I'm just I I can't even put it into words. This this the feedback, just all the criticism, whether it's positive and even the constructive criticism as well. Um, we really do appreciate it, guys. So, like always, we're gonna dive in and talk about what is trending, Bree. Can we talk about Dr. Dre? Can we please talk about and it? his grown thirty-eight to be thirty-eight to be? Yeah, we can fact check it later. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, um, Dr. Dre's daughter, she's well, well beyond grown. Is she went? So she went. Public, I would say maybe one, a couple months ago, couple months ago, about her father, Dr. Dre, not so not supporting her financially for her and her four kids, kids four, four kids, wow, four kids, and recently has created a, a GoFundMe. GoFundMe so she could buy a house for her four kids. Here's my thing: I think everybody is missing the bigger point of what she wrote in the article when she said he just last year. Stop giving her money. So you had well over 37 years where you had to do nothing because your dad was Dr. Dre. So now it's like, it's now your responsibility and your account. Like you have to be accountable for your kids and your, like what you need to get done. And I feel like she's grown. She's well overgrown. She's well overgrown. And I, I'm totally siding with you 110%. I feel as though when we talk about celebrities and their children, they oftentimes create this cycle where- yep. Their children think that it's okay to be accustomed to this lifestyle, regardless of how old they are. So it's kind of sort of Dr. Dre's fault for sort of perpetuating the cycle where mm-hmm. she feels comfortable enough or content enough at at 37 to be living essentially off of her father for him to support her and her kids. So I feel like now since he pulled the plug, so to speak. From you know, put a rug from underneath her, and now she's she's now feeling it. She probably never really had to really live or be independent. So now it's like, what do I do? I'm used to my dad giving me money, however the situation goes, whether it's monthly, weekly, or whatever the case is. Now it's like, oh shit, I need to fend for myself and my kids. Now she has no idea how. And then to put a GoFundMe out there, that's insane. I would, and so I'll, I I should have checked it before to really see how many she- people have. People, people have donated. People are sick. And people have like messages like bashing Dr. Dre, like that's your daughter, the fact that you will let her out here. And there is win. no way, there is no way that any any human being in their right mind can bash Dr. Dre. They need to bash him for doing it for so long. Yeah, that. Um, but I was reading through the comments and like celebrities was on there like she's grown though. Like, are we going to she's grown the fact that she's grown and have kids? If you can lay down and have kids, you should be able to support and Four take care of them. Of them. Um she writes a sad story like, oh, I'm living on my car. I work for FedEx. I do DoorDash to get by. Okay. So does the average American. But that's something. Okay. We're not going to talk about how many uh, um, how many uh, minority females have households full of children and do it themselves and exactly. don't even work at FedEx or DoorDash or have a car to do, to do DoorDash. I just feel so like, like the side sympathy story. Uh, yeah, not here for it. Yeah. I was over the first day I saw it. I'm like, she can't be serious. Now, and then to get on there and be like, yeah, he stopped supporting me last year and funds was shut. Girl, 37, I wish my mom would take care of me and I have to do I absolutely think, I don't nothing. even care if she's 25. The fact, the fact of the matter is, 
we tend to, or celebrities, celebrity children tend to feel obligated mm-hmm. because they're, because they're, you know, mom, dad, whoever is, is a celebrity and they're rich that they're entitled, automatically entitled to this lifestyle. And I think as a celebrity, you need to sort of sit your children down and really teach them morals, like teach them how to really be independent. So that way, whatever the case is, they need they need to learn some sort of independence. We see this every day, though. Definitely. But my my thing is also, where is her mother? Because she, Dr. Her J, mom, not Dr. Dre, though. But because that's who he is, so we're not going to just say, oh, well, what about her mom? You know, are we bashing her mother? Because she's a grandma. The mom probably broke broke too. I understand it, but why is she living in her car? If I have a mother... Who's to say her mom not out here in the same situation? Not necessarily in her car, but who's to say... I'm I'm pretty sure her... It sounds like to me, if if she's living on her car with her four kids, there's no way her mom can be in a better living situation than her Who's to say? Who's to say that that's not the situation? I mean, you're But we went straight to just bash him because he had money? Well, like, he said, seems... like he said, he said she's grown. She's, she is. she made those decisions, and she's here. She she has to accept those consequences. That's just like well, a while ago, maybe I want to say last year when Brian McKnight and his son Ugh. had that whole thing. Yeah. But we ain't gonna we ain't gonna dive back into it. Get back into it. But guys, it's crazy. Dr. Dre, I fully support you, and you know I feel like you should have cut it off a long time ago. I'm I'm also 20, not sure 21. how you did it. Maybe your delivery could have been a little different. Maybe that's why she's really you know upset among. Other things, especially feeling the heat from not having the money, but ain't no way no thirty-seven year old should still be yeah um, receiving financial support from her solely her dependent on this man when yeah, you have four no kids. Way. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. not. Because my thing where's is, your baby dad's at? Why are you living in the car? You got four of them. Thank four but, kids, but saying, hopefully it's not for me. Why are we just bashing him because he had money? Let's think. Where's the dad? The mother? Like where are these other people? Only because he had money, we're going to be like, oh, he should never. And I was reading comments like. From this many people, I had an argument with my friend because she was. I would never just leave my child out there, and it's like. Yeah, but you don't know what type of circumstances. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you don't. We're only looking at her story or what she's putting out there to the people. No one's gonna dig deep, or he's not gonna really dig deep in his life. Like, oh, well, she was doing X, Y, and Z, so I did. Like, we don't know. Again, we're normalizing these things. We want to believe because he had money, he's supposed to do these things, and he's supposed to take care of her. Again, we don't know the inside of what's really going on. They said that this was the hottest, and I mean emphasis on hot, but like 5,000 T's, the hottest July in 142 years. I believe it. I've never in my life been so hot. Like the people out here not showering. Can you believe that? Can we, can we not talk about it? <laughs> can't take it in. It's too hot. It's not even, no. I just can't. But, but it has been hot. Like No, it definitely has, has been hot. This has been too. the hottest. I don't know if anybody's seen the uh, tweet that was going around, how this guy was like, I don't know what got up there cooking, but tell that nigga it's done. <laughs> it's so hot, and it's not even like, it's humid. The wind and is And I think hot. that's what it is. It's for the humidity. So for those of you who don't know, we're we're out um, east in like the Philly, Jersey area. So, you know, it's normal for it to be hot during the summer, but I feel like... It's pushing it. It, I feel like you said, like, it's the humidity. Yeah. Like, it's giving very much, you know, West That's Coast, yeah, Arizona-type humidity, where it's just like, I have no... I, 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 I you, The minute you step outside, you sweat. I haven't seen no birds flying. It's so hot. Because we got them cicadas and everything else. I hear them do all them little... <laughs> uh, just, please. Mm. 
But yeah, it's been it, it's Yo, been hot. Yo, if y'all need yes. to go outside, please don't go out and check on y'all elders because it is way too hot. Yeah, because I'm still a fans born around hot areas and that's sufficient. Them grandmas with them leather couches and the, the plastic on there. Stick on the couch. Please go, get, <laughs> go check on those grandmas. Yes, check on them, please. Give them a phone call. So we're gonna jump right into our topic. You wanna start? Yeah, I mean, I, just, I feel like in the light of all this stuff that we've been talking about trending topics, I feel like it's very important to really talk about social media and how people really have a hard time and they struggle with being able to decide what's fact and what's fake. Mm-hmm. So we're going to spend our episode today devoting it to social media and trying to really decide or, you know, really decide filter what's out. really real. Yeah, yeah. To filter out what's really real. And what's fake? So I did some digging in preparation for today's episode, and I found this article, which I thought was very, very, very great. And the title of the article was 30 Social Media Lies That Everybody Tells." So you know me, I'm like, everybody, tell no lies. So I'm, I'm reading through all 30, and they all generally kind of sort of center around the same thing. But there were three that really stuck out to me that I wanted to share with you. And I'm going to tell you what they are and what number they fell in the 30. And we can kind of sort of talk about them and go from there and see if we agree. So number 12 was pretend to be in a happy relationship. Wow. Top one. Top one. That was number 12. No, it should have never been 12. That it, is, it was 12. That should have landed on one. And, got, and if you guys are interested, I will definitely share you the article. Um, like I said, majority of them were around the same area, but mm-hmm. this really struck out to me. So number 12 was pretending to be in a happy relationship. How oftentimes do, well, first of all, have you ever pretended to be, for social media, have you ever pretended to be in a fake relationship? No. Wait. Ooh. Get down to it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, y'all hear this? Ooh. Go ahead. Tell the people. The, the, the people want to know. It was this one time I was dating this guy. Um, and he, like, we, we agreed on the breakup. Like, it was, like, a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. But he had gotten a relationship with somebody who I was like, oh, wow, you was around with. And it kind of hurt my feelings. And I got on social media and I posted like one of my homies. I'm like, I text him like, y'all about to use you. Um, it's and- the text from the homie for me to <laughs> let him know get my heads up. And I text him. He was like, you want to do what? He was like, come on, that's immature. But I ended up doing it. And my ex-boyfriend texted him like, oh, you moved on this quickly. And I just wanted to get him back. Hurt people, hurt people. Pretty much, but I wanted to get him back. Um, I wasn't mad her. I didn't really like want him back, but it was like, oh, it was the uh, audacity, the thing right. that she wanted to move on. Right. Um, so I did do that. I did. Um, I have never pretended to be in a happy relationship. I'm always a fan of, and I in my in my previous relationship, I always got. I wouldn't say yelled at because, like, you know, it wasn't like yelling, but I always got scolded, if you will, for lack of better terms, mm-hmm. for not posting up who I'm in a relationship with. And honestly, this is for the exact same reason. I feel I'm, I'm not like I'm a big fan of privacy, but I'm a big fan of protecting what's mine and protecting my happiness. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like a lot of times, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like protect your peace. Once your relationship hits social media, it's, yep, it, it, it no longer becomes it, but, just no, yeah, you and the person you're so with. So much like people got so much stuff to say. Well, yep. I used to date him. I see him. Yep. It becomes too much, and I, I also don't post who I'm in a relationship with. I'm like, I don't want to hear. Oh, yeah. I used to date him. He, no, yeah. I don't got time for that. So there was always like a. It uh, creates drama. It was always like a, you know, well, you don't post me up, and you know, people don't really know that you're in a relationship, or you know, there was also the I'm posting you more than you post me, and I'm just like, 
I, it's never been my thing. Yeah, social media is not my thing when it comes to my relationship. I don't really. I, social media is all just for likes. That that's all it is. Yeah. Like we we already struggle with uh you know being able to decide what's really real and who's you know who's really real and who's not and who's fake. So pretend to be a relationship. I'm number twelve. That should have been number one. It's better. So here is the the second one that I that stuck out to me. This was number six. Pretending to be in a better financial standing. Oh my! Flexing for the gram. How many times? No. Have so have been... you have you ever flexed? No, never. I don't think I've ever flexed either. I, I might, don't even know how. I don't even like. I, I might I... post up a like a nice outfit that you know that I think looks really good that I probably spent a good amount of money on, but I wouldn't say I would. I'm out here flexing my financial mm-hmm. status. You know, perpetrating to be something that I'm not. But people tell me all the time, like, I would, I would go to the thrift store in a heartbeat. I would go to Walmart in a, sure. in a heartbeat. Like, so my thing, I'm not a materialistic person, so flexing is just not my thing. But how often do we see on social media people Every trying to day. necessarily keep up with the Joneses? Oh, you know, the Yeezys come out. You got to have it. But then be in your messages, can I borrow $20? Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, yes. you just had the products on. Yes. Yep. And I borrow $20. Priorities, though. But, but, but that's the era where we live in yeah. where... You know, whoever this this big staple that's that's yeah. big right now, what they're doing, what they're trending. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to wear this. Oh, I need to have this. I need to have this bag. You know how many people is out after getting tested all that? Do you know how many? I just. But then mattresses on the floor at home. Like, where are our priorities? I feel like yeah, like you said, this generation materialistic things mean more than. Things like house, car. And that's okay. You on a bus you, with products on. But that's okay. If, definitely on the scepter. That's okay. However, you don't need to post that on, yeah. on, on social media. Like, if you want to make messed up choices or your priorities are not in the right order, that's fine. But it doesn't need to be glorified on social but media. But I find that corny. Like, I've never. It's very corny. And I, people just like, oh, you. And I'm like, that's so corny to me. It's really the hype. And it's corny. It's very corny. And I and I don't understand it. And again, it's just you have a hard time because you know. Let's let's say, for instance, we're out here talking to somebody based off of social media. You could potentially get the wrong idea of someone based off of social media, and then when you really meet up, it's just like, can we get into it? Because oh, this I've is met, not. Not that I was looking at him for what he had, but like I've met up. I mean, it is what it is. Like, no, it's, it's came to his house and you living in your mom's back room. You know. And it was a lot for me, and I'm like, not saying... I gotta saying, say hi to Mama Greeny on the way back to your room. Not no saying that I was talking to him or dealing with him because of what he had, but it's like, whoa. But if that's what you show and that's what that's you portray... You live in the... Car? It was a lot, and I'm just like, Instagram really will make you think yep. that somebody is getting it, and it's like, and oh, not. you are not. Far from it. You and your bro sharing the same sneakers? Let's talk about it. (laughs) Listen, my feet too small, so I wish. I mean, I don't wish, but. But no, a lot of people really like take social media and a flex and all that into like how they go about dating people. It was just, I remember back when we had MySpace, none of this, I feel like we should go back to MySpace. There was no flex. There was none of it, it was regular stuff on MySpace. Instagram has really just tore us. Towards down other people. Number one. This is actually number one. Stop trying to pick up my notes. I gotta hear number one. <laughs> this was actually number one in the top 30, and I felt like it 
it resonated with me. Not that I've done it, but I have seen it personally done because I know people. Come on with the number one. Yes, I need to hear the number one. So number one on the 30 uh, social media lines that everyone tells, number one was lying about accomplishment. Wow. No, that can stay number one. That can Lying stay. about accomplishment. I have had um, friends who would lie. And I'm like, I'm your friend. I know what you do. I know who you are. What? So to me, it was like, are you lying for the people around you because you want to feel like you fit in? Or like, what, like, what are you lying about? But I've had friends who would lie about consonants, and it was like, it's never that deep. Just go do what you said you did. I, I think for me, it's the. It could be a number of things, right? It could be trying lying to fit in, lying to seem like you are in a better state than mm-hmm. you than you truly are. Agree. <clears throat> but my thing is, if you're going to lie about something. Make sure you lie so that way there's no one that's going to find out the truth. Because yeah, if we're working for the same company and you are here lying to people about what you really do, and then it comes to me in general conversation, because, you know, I'm not thinking that it's a secret or that we're boosting but, ourselves up, then you done got caught in a lie. Now I look stupid, and now you mad at me because I potentially told you a lie because you are here fraud. People also lie to be in competition with other people. But you're creating this fake beat that don't even exist. You can't even sit at the table with me. But people are so miserable and they respect you because of what you do and they envy you so they try to be better than you instead of just saying, hey, congratulations, bro, you got a job, you're doing... Like, no one ever wants to just congratulate and keep it pushing. Somebody always feel like I got to be 10 times better than the next person. So, for example, I had a friend. She used to tell me all the time, I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher. Okay, where? Um, I referred her to my job. Right. You wanna, yeah. and she just never went. And I'm just like, you had all of this experience, and you, like she lied for years, and then she finally got a job teaching. So it was like, but why would you lie for so long? And it was like, and she was like, well, you had a job, so and it's like, why are you in competition with your friend? You would lie about something so deep. I just don't understand the the. What do people get out of? It went so far as she was getting up in the morning. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. She was playing a role, baby. That's what she was. She was getting up, getting dressed. She was getting dressed, getting dressed, like no. going places. And I'm like, to me, I didn't care. And I used to always tell our friends, like, she's not. It reminded me of that picture that was circulating a couple years ago, where the guy pretended to be in the hospital with the earphone, uh, the earphones around his nose. No, it, it, it gave me the guy who was pretending that he was a doctor. Oh <laughs> God, he did look like a doctor, though. But you went that like people like that are mentally sick. It's no way I'm going to get up in the morning and get dressed and be out all day, having out like then we'll go to like a restaurant on lunch break. Happy. See, there has to be a certain level of maturity where you have to say where you have to say like fuck the bullshit. You know, this is my life, and it, and it doesn't have to be that way forever. Like we all have a starting point. That's we what all I'm started from ground zero. And just make your way up. That's what I'm saying. To me, that was crazy. I'm like, you could have easily had a job. You could have eaten. But the yeah, fact that I'm you never going to be flexible for no gram or no 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 social media period. Like you're you're getting the raw me. I may not show you out here that I'm struggling, but I'm also not going to portray that I'm something, something I'm not exactly. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Get out of my head. <laughs> but I just I don't I don't I don't. 
take it back to the MySpace days, like you said, because I feel like social media and even like certain celebrities, right? We tend to idolize these celebrities, or you know, we want I we want what they like, have. I or, want the power yeah, yeah, but it's Meanwhile, just we need to be realistic, and you also don't really understand what they go through behind closed doors. Because again, they show you what they want to show see. you. You think Beyonce really showed you who Becky with the good hair was? We didn't hear about it until years later. Exactly, and they should have made some lemonade off of it. Anybody wanted to be the power couple? Yeah, yeah but they don't want to go like, through. Yeah, like we we, girl, we need to really, as a people, really just really decipher between what's real and what's fake and then being able to understand and say, okay, I can get down with the real, but I can also get down with the fake as well in terms of being able to understand it. Mm-hmm. But that, but I, you will never catch me out here this just trying to be of, um, something that I'm not. Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. Dirty Laundry. Did you ever listen to the song? Yeah. You would have never thought like everybody wanted to be Kelly. Like, oh, And you sit and listen to that song. Yeah. It's like, girl, you went through hell and, and bad, but you would never know. But people, I want the relationship she got. I want, and it's like, girl, I don't want that. I don't want to be getting beat up. I don't want to be losing my I mean, I, behind this. I would like. I mean, I, I would like to think I don't think anybody wants it, but there often becomes a time where people become stuck. Mm-hmm. People become blinded. You know, there's a lot of different things that we can, you know, because I'm sure you have friends that are. Probably still going through it. I have friends that are still going through it. So that's definitely deeper than. But yes, yeah, to so your point that everybody wanted to be, you know, oh, she was a cool one. Oh, Beyonce was too much in the, in the mm-hmm. spotlight. Kelly was more down to earth. She was but cool. Was she was representing for the brown skin girls. But when she dropped a song, like you said, off her album, Take Talk of the Game, which was a very good album, by the way, sidebar. Yeah. Um, yeah that would never get old. She, you were like, listen to her, like, dang, like, let me start this over because sis was really out here. When I said Dirty Laundry was my song for three months, I sat and, and I cried because I'm like, I feel her pain, but I also know people who are going through this. Mm-hmm. But again, having to keep up this image of who you yep. are. But think about it. Think about if she had went to social media during sh- while she was going through this during this rough time and was, you know, sub, sub-tweeting mm-hmm. or, you know, posting stuff on her story. Because how many celebrities have gone back and forth through their uh, stories on Instagram? Safari and Erica. I'm okay. Like, you know, how many... But just, just as an example, how, how, how would it have been if Kelly had taken that route? Do you think she would have found her husband, now husband, you know, had two kids, you know, built this essentially label or this staple as herself as a powerhouse? I feel like I'm kind of glad she didn't because she no, was you able to. to. You can't do that. But she was also able to heal in private. And, and I, feel like not, talk about I, feel, I feel like not enough celebrities heal in private or like everything doesn't, everything is not for social media. I feel like when you're going on social media, you're going through something, you need to take that process and like don't do social media because that's your time to heal. That's your time to get peace. That's your time to, you know, revamp who you are. As so a how person. do you heal in peace when one, you, you've never been taught how and two, Preach. there aren't there aren't any anyone, any role models to look up to. Because like you said, if if I'm out here rooting for using Erica Mina and Safari, I don't know why, but they're coming straight off the top of my head. But using them as an example, if I'm looking up to them and, and to me, that's that, 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 that that's relationship goals, right? And I heard going back and forth and they tip for tag and you know, the baby unfell, she picking up the guitar before the baby, you know. Safari so standing there laughing. You, right, but so but you like, that's my nigga Safari, like that, that that's my homie. You, he does no wrong in my eyes. So it was like, when you don't know better, how can you do better? You know what I mean? So how how are you going to be able to have that mindset to be able to understand and decipher between 
What's real and what's fake? Because we normalize everything. We normalize it. Instead of instead of being able to really be like, you know what? That was corny. That's what they did. Was that's a corny shit? Like that's nutty. I don't want to. Yeah, I need to separate myself from it. Exactly, but I feel like a lot of people our age and our generation or younger, we really need to decipher what, like you said again, what's fiction, what's like fake, like because at the end of the day, we're going off of what we see. Yeah. You're growing up to be like, oh, I want to be like this person, so you're making mm-hmm. these decisions that are. Let me sit down and talk to my mother, who I have in front of me, who's been through life. People look up more to celebrities than they do their own family, and. What's crazy is because you can see in your family what's real and what's fake. You can definitely see for sure. With celebrities, you only want and you only know what they what they what they exactly want to say. what they're portraying. But it's like if you really know the backstory, they going through the same thing you're going through in your life with your family, or your girlfriend going through with her family. Mm-hmm. And we don't never we just look at the good. And I, I've never understood that when it came to celebrities. It's like they're human, just like we're human. Like they go through things. Their life is not. But see, people don't people people forget that they are human. I don't. Like I get it, right? You have your you you have your ride or dies, you know. You, nobody can say wrong anything wrong about your ride or dies in, in the music industry, acting, whatever the case is. I get it. However, there becomes a line that you have to draw that says, okay, when this when this person starts acting crazy, okay, I can support you, but I can support you from afar because okay. I don't necessarily I agree. agree with what you're going. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, who recently was like? Um, I kind of want to say Nicki Minaj. And what? And what? And what aspect though? Because I'm not really on a Nicki train. I'm not. I'm not a Nicki fan at all. I don't like her story. Yo, See, I, I like old school, like you know, old school Nicki when she was, you know, mixtaping it, maybe the first album. Yeah. And then when she started, like, when when the game really started to create her. Yeah, and she started to fulfill herself a little bit. Then um, it was just like, oh, I'm good. So like, even her husband and them going back and forth about the whole. You know, rape situation. Oh yeah. She was able to. I feel like she gave an interview and she told the whole, you know, backstory. Her the brother, whole, right? It was her brother. Her husband too. Oh, no, oh, her husband. Wow. Yeah. Not just her Can't brother. Catch her. Up to that. Oh, um, <laughs> the baby dad. Yes, I believe so. Yes, the husband. Um. And everybody was like, "Oh, um, I'm a Nikki fan. I'm a Nikki fan. She can do no wrong." Like you were saying. She, and I'm like, the fact that you guys are not acknowledging the situation, how serious it is, because it's Nicki Minaj, we're going to be like, oh, her husband good, he ain't mean, he, why would he do, then this is the one comment that really triggered my whole everything. If he's dating Nicki Minaj, she don't have to rape nobody. What is that? What What does... Beyonce got cheated on. No, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Saying, like, we, we put these bubbles around these people. Mm-hmm. We do. And we make it seem like they can't yep. do nothing. Like, oh, wow. He, he got money. He wouldn't Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. He would never. What does that have to do with anything? Hey, what popped into my head was um, Solange, Jay-Z, and Beyonce <laughs> in the elevator. But it's so like, you didn't, like, you would think Solange is so she's me old soul. She's very calm. We you all know. know she's a lot different than Beyonce. But, you know, you've never seen she's her She's on get. the peace train. Right. Until she had to turn up for her sister. But then if we would have never seen that exactly. footage, we would have been like, right. she would never know. Exactly. Meanwhile, she dog walking him in the elevator. Right. And we all did. We, and again, we still didn't understand why until, you know, this album comes out and we start to understand and really feel like, oh, dang, like this is the stuff that she was, Beyonce was really going through yeah. at that time that nobody knew because she put on such a, such a brave face. Which I also think is something, too, that 
we need to also establish between being real and fake, being comfortable to show your raw emotion. Mm-hmm. You don't always I have agree. to put on a you know a smile to portray to the world these followers that you've built up over time that you're okay or that you're something that you're not. Yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Healing and like talking to people, counseling, and like really going through your healing process. There is a process. There's not two days I'm good. There is a let me revamp myself. Let me sit down and write out what the issue was, what I'm going through. Let me go talk to somebody. Let me get off of social media. Like, and I feel like, like you said, people try to help hold up this. I'm doing great when yeah. in all reality, like you're shutting down. Like you you're are. shutting down emotionally. It's like you are creating this dark space that you don't need to create. If you just say, I'm not okay. I am not okay. I am going through this. I need to, and I feel like, again, this goes for celebrities. Take your break. Take your time to heal. Take your time to go through something. I don't feel like Simone said set a trend mm-hmm. of, I need to take a break, yo. I felt bad because I needed to do these things for myself. And the sad part about it is even still with her wanting to take that self-care for herself or her mentor or whatever the case is, still receive backlash for mm-hmm. it. I feel like- So it's like, where, where, where are we as a people? Like, you want to support her. You want to be there for her. Oh, you know, she's she's black. You know, she's doing her thing. You know, she's out here, you know, sweeping up all the, all the medals. But then at the same token, those same people who are praising her are also breaking her down. I feel like it's the selfish thing. Like, because a lot of her comments were, oh, we could have won because of her. We She was for the people. Like, we don't, she didn't have to go out there and do that. Like, that's something she wanted to do. Right. So she needs a break. Let her take a break. Like, um, when Rihanna went through that phase, she went through, where's her music? Y'all was been, like, let people heal. Let people go. The Navy is sick. They are, they are sick. I don't know who's worse than Navy or the Beyond because they are sick. But let these people heal. Like, they are regular people. Let them heal. Take them out that bubble. They might be going through something. People I mean, sick, the people are definitely sick for sure. But Sick people. It, <laughs> they are sick. But I, it's, it, it's just the social media thing, period. Like, I, before we even launched this podcast, I honestly thought of doing like, a year of social media cleanse of just it all because you start to also realize too through social media who your real friends are yeah like who are you putting on for am i putting on for these followers who honestly i will probably never walk walk past in, on the same street i'll probably never hang out with i'll probably never you know let come into my comfort space of my home so why even why go through the extra it? mile yeah. to even put on for people that don't could, honestly could care less about you 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 see my post a week ago. I literally wanted to delete my social media, but I'm like for the podcast, I have right. to keep it up, and I have to. But I'm like, social media is draining. It is social media it's is traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Social media is everything negative that you can think, like every negative word you can think of. I've never in my life seen so many things happen on social media like even with deaths like and it's like kids have these social media so like i've witnessed yeah, somebody let's protect the innocence and the youth of kids like let's much. keep them being kids i remember i was having a conversation um with one of my friends the other day and the conversation came up about you know what we able to like what would quarantine have been like for us when we grew up and, and and my response was, hear me out. My response was, I thought I, I thought it would be rough because when we grew up, we were outside babies, right? You know, you go outside, you play with the neighborhood friend, your neighborhood, you um, jump rope, you, you jump rope, you, you yes, you all that. You know, you came in when the, when the street light came on. 
there was essentially not that there was nothing for you to do in the house, but most of your your your, your imagination, most of your playing, most of your energy was outside. Being quarantined in the house, not being able to see your friends, like you know, we ain't have no PS fives, we ain't have all that in the house. Tablets. We would have been going through in the house. Meanwhile, when I was a kid, I was making tissue people. Like we we, we would have been going through in the house. Like yeah. we would have been bored. We would have really used our imagination. Probably we really would have created some innovative stuff. But think about it now, like these kids now, like they if there was a quarantine where you had to be outside, they would have no idea what to do because they don't interact. They don't. There's no social interaction There's at all. None. And me and my friends just talking about this how um, these kids have no real life. Like they have no real. Like I loved my childhood. Like I went through a lot of things, but like to go, I still can't jump rope. I, I can't jump that much, but I would go and I, I would still turn. Can't turn. I, I can turn. Yeah, I can I can jump. I can't turn. Be the opposite, um, <laughs> but I would turn like we would play rope, we would right. play manhunt, mm-hmm. we would play Hot tag, hopscotch. We even did the whole playing um house, like oh, our yeah. friends yeah. or mm-hmm. running up and down the street yeah. making mud. If you ain't making uh mud food, you was yes. just yeah, yeah, yeah. grass, mud, water, <laughs> playing pretend. But like those things, like my imagination was wild. I feel like these kids' imagination mm-hmm. is sheltered, like. Yep. They don't know to go outside. We can play however long we can do. Like, you create so many games outside just with your friends. Like, how do you think all of these different hand games came up? Like, people literally were interacting with other people. Like, right, for example, when we go back to school or when we went back to school after the quarantine, mm-hmm. it was so hard to see five-year-olds not know how to play. Yeah. Yeah, it's deep. That was traumatized. And I'm like, we can play. There's things to do. Like, play with each other. Well, a lot of times now, too, we have babies having babies. And with that comes comes the separation between being a parent and being your child's being friend. A, yeah. my, my, and my mom used to always say that to me. And I really friend. didn't understand. And I really, always, I'm not, I'm not, not one, of your little, one of your little friends. But it didn't dawn on me until I got older, where now I can definitely be, under, definitely be like, you know what, mom? Like, you're my homie. Like, we, we, we really cool. Man, but back like, right yeah. now, but back then, you know, you have to and like you have to establish those parent child boundaries. And for me being a teacher, that's how I that's how I try to um establish my classroom, right? You know, I'm a teacher first. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you gain you gain more respect being that authoritative teacher first. Then we once you have that those routines now. Then you can be friends, you can be homies, or whatever the case is. But like you said, I, I feel like a lot of a parents they want to be your friends yep. and not be your parent. Yep. And this is why a lot of these kids are running around doing. But it's because a lot of them do. don't know how don't know how to be a parent. Again, who was really taught how to be a parent? I mean, you're absolutely right. But when you when you when it could be a number of things where you know maybe a friend raised you wasn't really a parent, so you're only going off of what you know. What you know. You know, are you a young are you a young parent who really doesn't know any better? So to you, your child is your friend. Y'all out here with matching outfits and, you know. Oh, y'all... I see. Talk about it, please. <laughs> One of my friends has a child who is, like, around. They're not. She's still young. Mm-hmm. And she d- does young things. And they both were at the same party. Like, and she's working and doing whatnot. He over, and I'm just like, I would never. Go to literally a like a dollar party with my child. Oh, you! I'm not going to a dollar party with my child. First of all, I'm not going to a dollar like, party at, at, at thirty. Not like that, but like but I, I know go what you mean. to no, like a half hour with my child yeah. when she's older. 
See, I, I didn't even know that my parents drank alcohol. Or I didn't see them drink alcohol until I was about maybe like nine, ten. I used to hear, you know, you've been seeing me get together, you hear stories, but I've never firsthand experienced it. For me, that's a reasonable age. See, me, my family. But, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. Where you're, you're nine months, ten months. Being around alcohol, being around weed, and being around you know everything else, you know, and then you wonder where they pick up these bad habits. We gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta start normalizing yeah. it. Yeah, we normalize a lot of things. And then how many, how many times do we post our kids on social media saying inappropriate things and laughing because we think it's so cute? Did you see the New Orleans those little girls dancing no. like that? No, I ain't see it. You had to share it with me. I didn't when I say. But that, that's can, a prime example. Can twerk better than me. I'm sure. Can on the wall looking back. But that's a, that's a learned but behavior. That's a, that's a lear- but they were like, oh, yes, sis, F it up. Kids. Oh, we're there. They had to be, right? they had to be like seven or even younger. I swear it lied to not. I, I believe you. The video was trending. They like, well, um, this is their culture because they was from New Orleans. No, I don't care where you're so from. So I understand the culture of dance and I understand like New Orleans being big on that, you know, Creole and all that. I definitely understand it. However, to put them on social there was media, no, there, there's nowhere in that culture is it okay for, I'm sure for them to be dancing the way that they were dancing. Again, I haven't seen a video and I'm sure there's nowhere in the culture to say that they can be using profanity like that. There's nowhere you should be cussing more than this girl. I'm sorry. When no I way. say throwing it back, and I can't even I believe dance. You. I can't really see the video. But it was also who was the? Uh, it was a character with them. I think it was what's the name Coco. What's the what's the cartoon name by Coco Melon or something? Mm. He was dressed up dancing with them, twerking with them. Like can we can y'all stop getting these um these dressed up people that don't be looking like the actual people? Because remember it was who who was it that was real skinny? And I was, was like, it Dora? It wasn't Dora. <laughs> It was a guy. I don't know if it was supposed to be Barney or who it was. But oh, was no, it, it was Barney. Was it Barney? And it was like... Um, he was about 120, six foot, six foot two. Or it was like... I had two uh, pictures of it. It was like 90s Barney. And yes. <laughs> y'all, stop that, y'all. Stop traumatizing these kids. Killing people Knowing darn well they don't look like no darn Barney. But I'm shocked. But to our, to, to our topic today, like, the, w- yeah. what message are we sending I don't know. We need to get it together as a whole, as a people, because it's not like people literally live off of social media. People literally wake you up. You got kids with Instagram pages. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't under, I just, I, I'm honestly afraid to bring an offspring into this world because the longer that I wait, I feel like the worse the world is getting, is getting for, for our youth. It's yeah. so, it's so sad. I feel like for me, I don't even want a social media. Like, social media brings a lot. Like, for example, how that little boy killed himself because he was getting bullied on social media. And it's like, I don't want to. Like, if we stop letting these babies grow up thinking that they're grown or giving them things that they shouldn't have, they wouldn't go through a lot of the trauma that they go through. So, social media is literally killing mm-hmm. people. Right. People are out here doing things that they've seen on social media and they think it's the cool thing to do. And it's just like, that's not really what's happening. Yeah, remember the crate where they were choking, where they were choking themselves? That was really a trend. Like, people were really doing you know it. You people died from that? Because they're thinking it's okay. Because they seen them on social yeah. media. I would, I would never do something I My like. That's how I have an Instagram today, 16. 
I feel like they're gonna have to be they're gonna have to be in the house. I, I feel like me. I'm, I'm saying right now because I'm finna the flip as a day. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm finna. I'm finna. If you never see. I'm laughing, y'all, because if you've never seen Rock Snap, it's like once in a while. I'm a very, listen, it, <laughs> it takes a lot for me to really reach my point. But when I reach my point. I've never seen, how long I've known you for like. It's been a long time, about five, six years. I've seen him snap twice. When did I snap? Ikea. <laughs> Ikea. Oh, Ikea, yes. Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. And. Well, Ikea, she deserved it. And Miami. That was also a when we got put out the hotel. Yeah. That's another story, y'all. Yeah. Um, that's the only two times I've ever seen you like go off, and they were definitely needed. Yeah, they were warranted for sure. But I've never seen you so like. I already know <laughs> when you have a kid, be safe. But, but look, look at this. It's it's it, it, it's crazy. But like you said, you made a good point. You saying these parents need to stop trying to be their child's friend and be their parent. And they wouldn't have to run a social media. They wouldn't have to yeah. look up to these other people. They and it also be. would establish who they hang themselves around. Because if, if you raise your if you raise your child or even adults too, because this definitely um, can be applicable to a lot of adults. When you associate yourself with people who are about something who, or who have common interests or goals that you are tend, positive, you tend to do better. When you scroll swiping down on your timeline, it's not a lot of refresh. Like when I started to weed people out and started to unfollow people, and not that it's, and I hate when people take unfollowing to heart. It's not that I don't fuck with you, so to speak, but I'm really so doing it so much for myself. Because I got tired of scrolling through my timeline and and seeing all that. Yeah, like I want want to see the positive quotes. I want to learn how to, you know, make some money. Not the Bitcoins. Please stay on my DMs. I do not the Bitcoins. I definitely did an Instagram cleanse. And deleted a lot of people. But the people take and it then, to yeah, because I had a person like DM me from the other front page, like, "Oh, you blocked me or something." I'm like, "No, I, I deleted you because right. you're doing nothing." And not saying that I'm like philosophical that you're doing nothing. I just want to see things. that's like, like when we talk about it all the time, when you come up with investments or you come up mm-hmm. with ideas, you always send it like, "Yo, this is the way they make money," or right. "This is how I don't want to see you with Prada's on you in the mall every single day." And you. Yep. I don't want to see that because if you're not investing your money into something, what are like, what are you really doing? Yeah. And I feel like again with the whole social media and what people think is fiction and fake or real or whatever, a lot of people go off of what they see people do. So now a kid back in the day, kids, oh we gonna save our money, we gonna invest it, we gonna flip it, we gonna do this. Now yeah. it's like, oh I gotta buy the newest because X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. got it. There could be so many people having properties. There could be so many people doing businesses. There could be yes. all the money yes. that we waste on materialistic mm-hmm. things could be flipped. And you, your child, you could be yep. save this money for when your child yep. can get a business. I don't yep. even think. Talk about building a credit score. Building a credit yep. score. I don't even, most of all my friends got kids and I don't even think they have a trust fund or a college fund for their child. But you out here, they out here with products on their feet. All we doing is perpetuating the cycle. Over and over and over and over again. And just like all these, all these, you know, the government has been great to us the past during this past year with COVID. Not I don't us, know how so. much. Well, definitely not us. But I don't know how many people have really benefited took from the money and this to do something. Else. But then there's also people who f- took the money and went out and bought crab legs and shrimp and I'm. So, I see a lot of cars with temp tags on them that I'm sure gonna be about to go back in a couple months. Buying, buying the products and bundles and in the mall every single day. But then my thing is, you flexing 
But then you also talking down, oh, well, I don't got to work a nine to five. Yeah, because you're getting government assistance. Let's really talk about it. Not even that, but like you're, you, you, you don't have, like, get your house in order. Yeah, no shame get to the people who got order. the money, but my thing is do something with it. No, for sure. Pay some back bills. Yeah. Do I, when I'm telling y'all right now, when school starts, I, every kid better have a fresh yeah. pair of sneaks, yeah. book bags on, all of that. Yeah. Because y'all had the funds to do it. Mm-hmm. Show the kids what it's like to invest your money. Show yeah. them what it's like to save their yep. money. Show them what they can do. Especially when you already know as an adult what social media is like, like out there for an adult. Just imagine what it's like for child. a child. Right, exactly. Yeah. Who who doesn't have the who doesn't have a strong mentality? Who who crack who doesn't crack under pressure? Like you said, that's how most of you know the suicides happen. Yeah. They get. Verbally abused, bullied, all that, and then they they just can't take it because they don't. They're they're not strong enough. So we gotta protect them. Also, everything is not for social media, y'all. Can we normalize that? Like everything is not for social media. I don't want to see a dead body. I don't want to see a video of a shootout. Because my thing is, if I'm seeing it, I know a kid is seeing it. It's so traumatizing to wake up on social media and every single day. Somebody I know is on nine one one Philly or No Gun Zone. Like right. they are helpful. Those those type of social media because there's a lot of things that people don't get to see on the news or that they don't class on the news. But it's also traumatizing. I feel like everyone needs to do a social media cleanse where they take time out Definitely. and they write down their goals. They focus on their life, yeah. their household. I feel like if a lot of people because you can't grow if you still if you're still around this the same, the same negative environment yeah. every single day. Yeah. Yeah, so we we definitely challenge y'all to really to really dig into your social media, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok, whatever it is, and just really not necessarily get rid of people, but really decide for yourself what, what type you, of person do you yeah. want to be. You know, what what do you want to see? Do you you want to keep seeing all the negative, all the drama, you know, all the stuff that you're that you're me personally, I don't want to see what I'm going through. I don't because that's a trigger for me. I want to see some positive stuff. We're all the positive stuff, and that's what I had to do. Go through and cleanse. So, y'all, we challenge y'all to go ahead through your social media. Cleanse it. Cleanse it. And take a social media break. If you need definitely to. take a social media break. We will not. Um, <laughs> just, you know, if you only want to have normalized at the podcast as your friend on Instagram, you know, we totally support it. Everything that we post is positive. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely do, definitely do the, the cleanse for sure. Um, before we go in our game today, that Brie. Y'all, uh, I cannot wait, made, y'all. Listen, y'all, I don't know how this is about to go. But let's can we get the people update? So last week you were challenged with reaching out to uh your best friend. Um I did. Okay. Kudos. I reached out, I sent the text. Um the text just read like, hey, how are you? You know, we never really had a sit down. Are you able to talk? And she was like, in the space I'm in right now, I'm not. Okay. So I accepted that because it's like I I rather you tell me you're not right. than to force a conversation right. if you're already going through something. Right. So we set up a time to meet and talk. So I'll let you know how that goes. Um, I'm, I'm, I, if I was a cry, I would need the tissue. But it really just came down to we never even really got to why we don't talk anymore. Right. It was never like. Uh, and honestly, you might never will because it's, it's been so long. It's been, and that's my thing. It's been so long, yeah. and it was kind of like a situation where it's like, "Girl, I'm over there. How you been?" Type of situation. So it was kind of like, it was a great moment for me because I'm like, I didn't want to send a text. So I'm like, if this don't go right, I'm gonna be upset. But it was, it, it definitely 
did something for me personally. Right. I feel like it was a weight lifted off my shoulder because yeah, it was like, sure, right. a conversation needed. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna wait to talk and see. Well, how I'm goes. proud of you, friend. The growth is just yes. astonishing. Before yeah. I would have never. So yeah, y'all. If y'all have any updates on, you know, if you reached out to a friend, um, back on episode two, and you want to, you know, slide in our DMs on Instagram and let us know the outcome of that. Please feel free to do so. Bree is going to continue her journey on um, mending this friendship, and then I'm taking you with me because listen, we're here for I'm the journey. We appreciate it. We will. We here. But like you said, definitely reach out because you think it's for their for um from their point, it's really a healing process for you. It mm-hmm. really Everybody does involved, for sure. a lot for you. Yeah. you personally. Even if you can't, even if it's not a friend, if you need to have a difficult conversation with somebody, you're like, I don't really care because I say it all the time, like, I don't really care about that. But it really like was a weight lifted off my shoulder. Yeah, it is. And it I is. definitely feel like I'm now able to move forward. Right. And it's not in the back of my mind, like, what I do to this girl? What I like or one of those conversations. Like you beat yourself up with situations like that. Right. But it's definitely was a healing process for me. So with this game you're about to have me play. Yo, so I'm just gonna ask him a couple of questions. We're gonna get a little bit of deep a little bit deep in his life. Are you gonna um, answer these two? Um, no. Oh, wow. One side. Okay. No, I can, but this is more so. Let's get to know Rock on this episode. Oh, we're going to know me. Got it. Okay. All right. So, the first question I have what is your biggest fear? Um, My biggest fear is. Wow. You should have heard me for this. <laughs> I would say my biggest fear off the top of my head would be being a disappointment. Wow, I have to agree. That was my biggest fear. Like I hate to let people down. I feel like I worked. I feel feel like I worked so hard, and I've tried to build this this persona, this aura around myself and the people that I surround myself with, where I want people to not necessarily to to be a staple to look up to me, but I, but I, like you said, I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to be a disappointment because I find because for me and you know my. My personality, my zodiac sign, I don't want to be a disappointment to others. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, People have always been a disappointment to me my entire life. And I think that's what's pushing me so more to, to, to be the opposite. Because I, I know how it feels to be on the opposite side of that. Oh, we like the same person. Yeah. That definitely that would be my one. Um, two truths and one lie. Um, two truths and one lie. <clears throat> um... Dang, it's hard because you like you know me, know me. Um, yo, he gonna have to get deep with this one. So choose someone lot. Let's see. All right. Um, I two truths and one lie. I am. I'm over my ex. I. <laughs> it's the laugh already. I only said one. <laughs> I'm over my ex. I'm over my ex. My half-sister recently reached out to me, um, wanting to rekindle a relationship that we ended 16 years ago. And my favorite color is green. Wait, yo, I, do I know my friend? <laughs> All right, okay. Over your ex, that's the truth. 
your favorite color. Wow. Um, wait, you have a half sister? No. So your favorite color is green. You don't have a half sister. That is incorrect, friend. Wait, you got a half sister? I do. I feel like every day was a rolling stone back in the days. Yeah, I have a yeah. Yeah, I got twenty four brothers. I and have, sisters, but don't have that many, but yes. You got a brother and a sister. We gotta get y'all. <laughs> we have to get into this man life. And I am. I, the the lie was I am not. No, the lie was green. The lie was green. Yes. I'm gonna say the lie. Yeah, yeah, the lie. We just the lie, yeah, the lie. The lie was green. Why you gotta? My favorite color is blue. Yo, I don't know my friend. <laughs> I do not know this means. Y'all who got it right, kudos to y'all. My favorite color is blue. Wait, a sister. We got to get into that. Um, I can't even think, y'all. I'm um, still processing it. Don't worry. What is your biggest pet peeve in a relationship? Um, My biggest pet peeve in a relationship would have to be... Damn. I have so many. Um, <laughs> wow, this is so many, y'all. Um, my biggest pet peeve in a relationship would have to be You thinking horrid. You really got that many? Wow. Not, not that they're pet peeves, but there's a lot of things that I that I don't like, I don't tolerate, I don't want. Okay. But I would have to say the biggest pet peeve for me would have to be someone who is not open with their feelings. That's a that I feel like after going through relationships, that's the biggest pet peeve for me. If you can't sit me down and say, hey, babe, I'm feeling this way, or, you know, I got this going on, or I don't like how you're moving with X, Y, and Z. But, like, if you can't really be honest with your feelings and be honest with me, then ain't no need. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's the biggest. Because oftentimes we end relationships where we walk on eggshells. Exactly. There's no way you should be able to, you should be walking on eggshells with someone who you're laying yeah, down with every night. Yeah. No reason. Anybody who's digging in your guts, you need to be able to. That part. You need to be able that to. That part. So, at so, that point, there's, there's everything off of it. Yep, that's it. All right. What is the wildest thing you've ever done in the bedroom with your partner? <sighs> this is a lie. <laughs> the wildest thing I've ever done in the bedroom with my partner um, would be okay. adding someone else to the mix. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, y'all, we got to get into it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, the wildest thing. Oh, this is getting good, y'all. Tell all my dirty secrets. Jeez. Um, the wildest thing that I've ever done in the bedroom would be um, being able to. I'm trying to put this in a, a, <laughs> a public scared. friendly. Um, I'm scared, y'all. <laughs> being able to release myself with no hands or release my partner with no hands. Yeah. Let's get into it. I ain't gonna answer that question, y'all. Um, <laughs> oh wow, okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna answer that question, y'all. I'm gonna skip over that one. Do I need to answer that one? It's all about me. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll say we'll get that you next one. week. Don't worry, we'll be um, I had one more question. No, just what is the wildest thing you ever done in life? The wildest thing I've ever done in life. Um, dang. like that adrenaline rush type. Um, I want to answer for you. Um, what? What? Remember when we went to Vegas? Go ahead. 
And yo, we were out of our minds. Oh God. So I don't so I don't do heights for y'all who don't know. I don't do heights that I don't I will fly on an airplane. I feel like you know I'm inside of an airplane, you know, I feel safe, feel controlled. But I don't do roller coasters. Do those who know me, I, I will gladly hold your bag at the theme park. I will watch all your stuff while you go ahead and get on rides. I have no not problem. The bag watchers. I will definitely I will watch the fuck out of your bag for sure. I'm not getting on the roller coaster. So I go, we go to Vegas for spring break, probably what, two, three years ago. And this fool, meaning Brie, decides to want to zip line through Fremont Street in Vegas. So not only is am I terrified to, to zip line over top of all these people on Fremont Street, you literally legit go from one end to the other. But you also have to climb, was it 13 flights? It was 13. 13 flights of stairs to get there. So once you pay your money, of course, you know, ain't no turning back. So I'm like, dang, like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta get on the nail. Yo, it was so much fun. It was fun when I was done, but the process of going up the 13 flights of stairs, looking down, and then when you get up to the top, and then like that little step down. I'm about to say, it definitely was yeah. the step down for me, y'all. It was literally, I don't even know how high it was. It was high for me. But you, once you got like the zip line thing on, you had to step down yeah. and do your own yep. fly across. Yep. It wasn't like you run and go. You had to yeah. step off this little box thing. Yeah, like you're legit walking down into this one more step. legs just. Yep. Legs was buckling and everything. So yeah, yep, you're right. So you ever go to Vegas, y'all do definitely try it. I recommend it. it. Highly recommend so it. It was much a good time. Fun. Yes. That's all the questions I have, y'all. For him. Well, thank y'all for getting to know me today because that was a nice little surprise for us both. <laughs> that was good, y'all. It was. We're, we play these games so that y'all can get to know us. Yeah. Um, dig a little more to our lives, our situations, our stories. So these are just games for y'all to get to know us. Yeah. So next week, it looks like um, we will be learning all about uh, our host, Brie, here. So be guys, gentle. you definitely you definitely want to tune into episode four because, listen, I'm going to have the questions lined up. Be gentle. And make sure she has no idea what they are. Because I came gentle this time. But guys, that is the end of episode three. Yes, guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you uh, like, share, repost, follow us on Instagram, normalize.thepodcast. Um, we hope you guys are enjoying the content. As always, make sure you give us uh, some feedback so we can constantly evolve. Um, we are going to look into, uh, we have a couple of um, people who were interested in um, being guest hosts on the podcast. Yes, uh, so if you have... want to be a guest, mm-hmm. you can DM us on our Instagram. Yes, there, yes yep, and then we'll send you guys a form to fill out so we can get your interest and then make sure we pick the best um, episode for you guys to give your input on. So, guys, peace and love. Take care. We appreciate you guys. Um, We will see you guys next time.